Welcome to PyPod Chronicles, a series that brings our tech blog to life in a whole new way. Covering an array of topics surrounding Python and tech, from programming tips, best practices, and so much more. Let's get immersed in Python with the Nerd Nook on the go. If you've been keeping up with the blog, then you'll know me as Rusty Raccoon. But if you're new here, I'm Josh, your host. Here we are in episode three, and I gave this one the title of How to Use Loops in Python. I'm excited to have you all here. What are we going to be talking about in this episode? You guessed it, loops. They're the bread and butter of programming. They're what make the computer do all that work for us. And in Python, we have two types of loops. We have the while loop and the for loop. But what are these loops really and why do we use them? That's what we're going to be looking at in this episode. Let's kick things off with the while loop. The while loop is like a toddler on a sugar rush. You heard me right. It keeps going and going until something stops it. And if you have kids, you've been around kids, you work with kids, you know that they go, go, go until something stops them. In programming, that something is a condition. If the condition is true, the while loop will keep going. If the condition is false, the while loop will stop. Sounds simple enough, right? Well, no. That's where the craziness begins. While loops are great for when you want to do something until a certain condition is met. So with our while loop, you know it's all about conditions. If the condition is true, we keep going. If the condition is false, the loop stops or breaks or ends. But what happens if the condition is never false? Then you get what we call an infinite loop. An infinite loop is as about as useful as a screen door on a submarine. Think about that. A screen door on a submarine. Boom. No, that's not useful at all. To avoid an infinite loop in Python, you need to make sure your condition will eventually become false. This means that you need to be careful when using variables that can change. For example, imagine you have a counter variable or a variable called count. Count equals zero and it increases every time the loop runs. So our condition could be while count is less than 10, this will make sure that your loop only runs 10 times. But if we forget to accidentally increase that counter, then your loop will run forever. One more thing to watch out for in the while loop, or actually both of these loops, is the break statement. Now, this little thing will stop your loop in its tracks, regardless of the condition. It's like hitting a concrete wall. You're not going anywhere, so be careful. If you're not careful, you could end up with a loop that never stops. Just remember, the break statement is like a nuke. Use it sparingly and with extreme caution. Try and find another way to end your loop or escape your loop before just using the break statement. Head on VS Code and just type the word break and you'll see it change color. And that's because it's a special Python word. Check that out. Let's move on to the for loops. And the for loop is like the opposite of a while loop. It's like a well-behaved child. 
It knows exactly how many times it needs to do something, and it does it without complaining. In Python, we use the for loop to iterate through a sequence, to go through something. So if I want to search through or go through something, I would use a for loop to iterate through that. You can also use it to iterate over a range of numbers. For loops are great for when you want to do something a specific number of times. So, I don't know, something super basic, like you want to print out Python is great 10 times. You could use a for loop for that because that's faster and easier than copying and pasting print 10 times. Unless you're insane, <laughs> then you could copy and paste 10 times. So this makes the for loop a little more straightforward than the while loop because it's all about iterating over a sequence. So you can easily go through data structures like list or tuples, or maybe just variables like a string. Imagine you have a list called numbers. Inside your list, you have numbers like two, three, eight, seven. I could go through that list to check for like even numbers. And I could use a for loop. I could say for num in numbers. What that literally translates to is for every number in my list of numbers. I could say if num, right? I can use that as like a variable within my for loop because num represents each element in the object I'm iterating through. One thing to keep in mind when using a for loop is you need to know the length of the sequence you're iterating over. That means that if you try to iterate over a sequence that changes in length, like you're appending to a list, you might run into problems. Another thing to watch out for is the range function. This little guy can be confusing at first, but once you get the hang of it, it's, it's awesome. It's a powerful tool. The range function generates a sequence of numbers which allow your loop to run that number of times. We don't really have a counter in a for loop like we did in the while loop. So if you wanted to make a counter or you want your loop to run a set number of times, you could use the range function. For example, for i in range 5. My loop would run 5 times. There you have it guys, we talked about the while loop and the for loop, and these are two essential tools in your arsenal. Just remember that with great power comes great responsibility and a lot of debugging. That's all for now. Thank you guys for tuning in for this episode of PyPod Chronicles, and be sure to check out the blog if you're looking for more. The link is in the description. Well, until next time, I'll see you guys in the next episode.